0: Mike, check, one, two, one, two. Boo-boo, may I have your attention, please? Clear the floor, because our forever queen of morning radio, the one who says it like it is and doesn't give a shit, the motherfucking real deal, Miss Kicking the Door, waving the four-four, now has a podcast. And it is on fire. fire. Make way for the one, the only, Miss, Miss Nye. Nye. Welcome to episode two of On Fire. A lot of great responses to the initial podcast. Thank you very much. I want to share one that I thought was very profound. It came from Clay the Mogul, and I told him I was going to do this because you know I was like, I need your permission, bro. I'm going to use this. So, um, Clay the Mogul said, "Listen to Miss Nas' podcast," and I just want to say that if you are ever going to commit to a startup and be there for over 10 years, make sure you got a stake in that company, especially when you are a pivotal player. This capitalist world that we live in has made people forget about humanity. It's profit over relationship, profit over decency and integrity, profit over everything. If you are gonna let someone go, make sure you're a man enough to do it the right way. I have seen this rubbish play out a few times already, even in close quarters. They replace you without letting you know, but keep you in the shadows and make you redundant for a while. So when the understudy is ready to take over, they let you go unceremoniously. Rinse and repeat. As entrepreneurs slash business owners, we have to do better. There is a greater calling for us to give livelihoods to people. Never forget that. Miss Nah, the worst part is the people (laughs) that will tell you not to be petty for speaking your mind. My dear, speak your mind and enjoy the process of healing. No blood clots owns your destiny. And I thought that was super dope because, yeah, I should have been smart. You know what I'm saying? I should have made sure that, hey, after all those years, a bitch had some stock tucked away in her back pocket. But we live and we learn. So... Thank you, Clay the Mogul. Thank all of y'all for your tweets and comments and all that kind of good stuff. Uh, but it's been a really, really hectic two weeks since episode one. So let's rewind and take it from the top.
1: It's Saturday, June 6th.
0: Are you kidding me? Are you serious? It's one day after the first episode of On Fire dropped. And this is what we are doing. Number one? Like, what? (laughs) I am so excited. Like, thank y'all, for real. This is amazing. I didn't even know there was like a podcast charts for GH. Like, (laughs) I swear to God, I did not know. So this is like, it's humbling, it's overwhelming. It's just, ooh, it's ooey gooey goodness. I'm so, so pleased and i thank each and every one of you who yes um i do have a correction to make though <laughs> so my homeboy joel uh one of the the terrific 10 that was kicked out uh, that was terminated from that the old radio station uh but he reached out to me he was like sis i listen to your podcast uh what you mean I did 6 years? I did 10 years. So I was like, oh, my bad Joel. My bad. Uh but I think I got confused because uh he was on um our sister station in Takoradi for a couple of years before he made his way to Accra to take over the drive. So I definitely must acknowledge and correct that mistake. My bad Joel. He he's been holding it down for 10 years. Yep. <laughs> love you bro but i do want to salute uh the rest of the terrific 10 uh that were ousted gotta say shout outs to black boy and dj snoop of course can't forget agnes uh the man like french kiss yes 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 uh the super producers stanley uh who else uh <laughs> my very own larry oh miss you dude but yeah man we, we, we did the damn thing. Yes, we did. We're very, very proud of our contributions. But at this point, we move on, all right? Shout out to Caroline. I see my bitch got a new job. Hey! <laughs> she's gonna go on air live in Accra, Ghana on the 15th of June. Uh, she's working for a new station. It's called Asasi, Asasi Radio. Yep, she's holding down the mid-morning slot and I know she is going to be brilliant. Oh. I'll be listening, mama. Show them. Show them. And last but definitely not least, I almost forgot it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Number 10 on our list of terrific 10 people that were kicked out. <laughs> Got to say what's up to the homie Killer Fingers. Now, he's working on something really, really big. All right. He's here stateside. Um, I'm not going to tell you too much, but I'm very excited for him. And when he's ready to kick it off, I am so down. I am so down with the team. Yes, I is. So yeah, man, you move. It's Sunday, June 7th. Transformation Church, that's what it's called. Um, Let me see, where do I start? Okay, so uh, remember I told you last episode about my sister who's, you know, a salsa mommy. <laughs> so um, yeah, right around the time I got terminated, uh, or even before that she had been telling me about this this church that you know she's been checking out online you know guy, everybody in their homes and everything so she's been checking out this online service uh led by pastor mike todd okay so i had heard her talk about him but it wasn't until i was terminated and i think it was the friday i was terminated and i was really going through it and on sunday she sent me the link like you really need to listen to this guy so I put it on, you know, went to YouTube, uh, started watching it. And within 10 minutes, not even within five minutes, like I was in tears because uh, he was talking about um, this thing that he's been preaching about since I think last year or maybe even the year before. It's called relationship goals, where he gives you the tools that you need to successfully manage a a relationship uh the tools that you need for uh business you know just the tools that you need for interactions of any kind with other human beings okay and I was bawling my eyes out because I'm listening to this man talk about how sometimes we get to points in our life where we become so disappointed and we don't know why and it's because we haven't ripped up our list and I'm like what does he mean I'm hold up. I'm not going to cuss in this segment. We're talking about the word of God, okay? (laughs) So I will control myself because I felt an F-bomb just trying to slip out, and I said, hold it together, nah. Hold it together. So I'm like, what does he mean by rip up our list? Well, your list is the plans that you have for your life, right? That you haven't run past God to see if that's what he wants you to do, kind of thing. So, here I am, uh, 42, freshly fired. I have no backup plan. Like, I did not expect this to happen. I like, you know, like, what the hell, what am I supposed to do, excuse me? <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? And I'm frustrated and freaking out because I had made up my own plan for my life without consulting. You know, the person I believe in or the person I pray to. And you know, there's a saying that says, uh, when man makes plans, God is known to laugh. Okay. All right. So, in order for you not to, you know, kind of run into a brick wall like I had, you got to rip up your list and pray for direction. Okay. So, I've been really checking out Mike Todd for a couple of weeks now. Okay. It's over a month now. And I really, Yo, you gotta check him out. You gotta check him out. I, I I know I sent the link to a couple of friends. I've been telling them like, yo, check this dude out. And he speaks our language. He's young. He's funky. He's hip. <laughs> there was one sermon where he asked us to pray for Teddy Riley. That was right after the verses when Teddy Riley, you know, the verses that didn't happen when Teddy Riley basically, you know, did way too much. And so I, I've been rocking with you know Mike Todd and Transformation Church, and today. The sermon was about the racial unrest that is in America. And it, like, this message came at the right time because I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, yo, nah, did you just jump from the frying pan into the fire? Like, I know COVID is all around the world, but Ghana's numbers are nowhere near... America's numbers. America has broken the 100,000 mark. They've passed that. You see what I'm saying? They got 100,000 deaths on the books. You see? So I'm like, did I make (laughs) a really bad decision? And to add to that, now you got all this racial unrest, right? And it's one of the reasons why I just, as soon as I was done with college, done with university, I had worked a little. I was like, you know what, I want to move back to Ghana because Charlie y'all give me some way for me. I don't know about the rest of y'all. Some of y'all is ha- happy as shit up in here. Some of y'all can't wait to get here. But for me, it's never really been my preferred choice. But here I am because, you know, I really have no other choice at this point in time than to bring my child back to the country where she was born. So at least, you know, her health care is taken care of, her education is free, you know, and then I'll figure out, you know, the money thing uh, another way. But at least those two obligations were taken care of. So it made sense to come on back to the place of my birth. But did I want to be here? Absolutely not. Now you've got folks running through the streets upset and understandably so but just like upset with what they saw happen to george floyd and george floyd is not he's not a one-off he's not an anomaly like this is the way of america you see what i'm saying so i'm like okay nah you really really messed up by coming back here at this time and now they protesting and now they got lockdowns. And you, y- y- y'all know George Floyd was a Texas boy. And my daughter's a Texas girl. So guess where we are? We're in Texas. Uh, and, and, and guess <laughs> guess where they are protesting? Houston, uh, Fort Worth, uh, which is where we happen to be. So it's like, yo, like I'm kind of like really doubting what looked like a smart choice. You see what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, I'm here. And it's like, what are you going to do? Yes, prayer is definitely one of the things I can do uh, and will do and have been doing. But I got to help. I got to add my voice to uh, the, the the streets, to the cries, to the outrage, to to, you know, what's on the table and it's like black people can't take this shit much longer oh my bad talking about god but we we really can't take this no, much longer so i'm here at a time when i really don't want to be i'm in a place like fort worth is like we went out to the store and like stores were, we didn't even know there was a curfew and they're like oh you haven't been watching the news sorry walmart we're closing wendy's we're closed like get home there's a curfew i'm here at the craziest time possible what do i do like psh, what do we all do say a prayer and fight the good fight that's really what it's about and shout outs to uh, mike todd the sermon was so on point it was so on point today and as heavy as it was it was incredibly hopeful and it was a very simple one you know what i mean the, the way to just to fight this is to treat people the way you want to be treated whether you're white whether you're black whether you're yellow whether you're orange whether you're gray rainbow colored like takashi it doesn't matter treat people with love and compassion treat people the way you want to be treated that really is the only way to get over this so if you know that you've been feeling some type of way about your black friends or about your mexican people at your office or charlie because we all have certain biases, we all do, but we gotta gotta fix it. We really have got to fix it. So like, I don't mean to get on my soapbox. I don't even think I'm a great uh, soapbox speaker like that, but I was really inspired by the message today. And if you haven't heard about Mike Todd and Transformation Church, check him out. It's on YouTube every Sunday. Um, like yeah man it, for y'all young people the people that rock with my kind of podcast you will appreciate Mike Todd if you are looking for something in addition to the dope uh, 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 art that's out there the dope music the, dope, the, the, the very uh, heated protest if you want something to balance it all out and religion is something that you're not wary of yeah check it out Transformation Church it really is a word it really is because I'm not gonna lie It's a hot time, it's a hot time around the world and not just because of COVID. Like we see protests erupting all over the world because yes, America has got it bad, but injustice, racial injustice, is not just an American thing, it's not. I'll never forget when we were moving to Ghana back in 1985, uh, my mom stayed behind because she had to um, sell the cars and wrap up some things in the house before she caught a flight and came to Ghana to join us. So in 1985, it was my dad, my sister, Yehoda, my sister, Nigeli, uh me and my baby brother, Ata. The other two boys, they weren't even born then. OK, so we're walking through uh, the airport. Um, I think our flight went from the States to London, then to Ghana. And remember, for those of y'all who are old enough, um, remember the Cabbage Patch dolls? Good parents, my Cabbage Patch kids. The Cabbage Patch kids. Each doll is different and you can pretend to adopt them. That was really like the It toy back then. It was the It toy for real. And my sister, Najale had one. And my mom bought her a black one. So we're walking through Heathrow Airport, and I'll never forget, I was 8 years old. Najale was, what, 10? Yehuda was, what, 15? So we're children walking through Heathrow Airport with my dad, going to Ghana, going to Africa, and we're already shook, you know, shaken up. We've been taken from the only lives we know, and we're going to Africa, you know, to live, and mom's not even traveling with us, like... There was a lot going on for young young children, right? So I was walking through the airport. We passed these two old-ass, wrinkled-up, white English women who, as we passed by, they took a look at us and they saw my sister's black Cabbage Patch doll. And one of them said to the other, Oh, look, they have a little nigger doll. Oh, hey! I'm going to let that sink in because when they said it, they weren't even saying it with any type of nasty, you know, uh, intention behind it. That was what they knew to call a doll of color, a nigger doll. And it was just it was shocking for us. We were kids, but we knew enough. You know, my mom was one of those pro back pro-black people who used to run around with the Mary Baraka. She changed her name. At one point she was Malaika Shangaza. So we were raised, you know, in Newark, New Jersey, knowing enough to know that this word was offensive. And these two wrinkly old British ladies, oh look, they have a little nigga doll, isn't that cute? You know, I was (laughs) like, (laughs) it's all around the world, yo. It's all around the world. So do whatever you can donate repost um you know whatever kind of online movement you can add your voice to or retweet or whatever just get on board the the world not supposed to be like this
2: tuesday june 9th
0: so today was uh the george floyd funeral in houston texas and i really tried to stay away from it because even when i watched the the funeral well not funeral but what was what what would i call it what's the word the tributes the memorial yes the memorial that they had in minneapolis hey charlie it was too much it was so overwhelming it really was so i i really didn't want to put myself through it again like i'm sure everybody can relate like it's some heavy times like 2020 is fucked up You see what I'm saying? So I was just, I was looking for a bunch of, you know, feel good type things. So I went on the internet. (laughs) Y'all motherfuckers is doing the most. Oh my God. I saw this thing. I said, Ooh, who, who put this out there? Yo, I have always respected this artist. I really have. Um, I didn't consider them like an amazing singer or anything like that but I respected the fact that they took their limited vocal abilities and made a huge name for themselves and you know managed other people's careers and made them mega stars and had done so much so I was always like alright Akon he cool Akon. He cool, he cool people. You see what I'm saying? And I really started to feel him when he's over in Senegal, building his own city, making his own currency and all this shit. And he's giving people uh, uh, solar panels and all this fresh kind of water. Like, he was doing big, big amazing things for Africa. And now I see this motherfucker in the studio with Takashi 69 Like, what's that? Like, how? I'm like, bruh. Bruh. I know he might consider it some type of personal challenge to see if, you know, he can make this boy, uh, like, super great again, but, like, some things are just best left alone. Takashi in the studio looking like he went and robbed the My Little Pony uh, factory. Look at this dude. (laughs) That ponytail was long as shit, multicolored all over the place. He just looks like a fucking joke. And I'm like Akon, you you were, you you were making some presidential moves. Like how you get mixed up in this? Like why, why why why? <laughs> so I was just like, no, this is too much. And then I run into uh, I don't even know his name, but I ran into this footage from GH One, okay, uh, a fairly decent TV station in Ghana, and I'm like, okay. What is this clip? Shout outs to my cousin, Malaika, Malaika Grant, who sent this to me. And she knew, she knew that this would make the next episode. I was watching this footage and it's this guy. I don't know his name, but <laughs> he had no shirt on. He had some type of chain around his neck. He was bald headed and he was talking about, I'm the goat. I'm the goat. meh, meh, me, me, me I punch, on chimney. I punch, what? I'm the
2: goat. I'm the good man. I'm the good May
0: I Is this content now? Is this what 2020 has reduced y'all to? <laughs> GH1, come on now. There's certain things that you got to turn away. I don't know who this cat is, but y'all, please don't let him do it. Don't let him do it. The trajectory that Afrobeats is on, we don't need some consoles tagging along <laughs> like let's just keep it 100 oh sorry two virgils we don't need that kind of shit tagging along we really don't okay and then i found the most amazing piece of footage ever and i said Ooh, where was this bitch two months ago when i was going through it she could have helped me get through you about to lose your job. Hey. You, you about, about to lose, lose your, your job. job. Hey. <laughs> you about to lose your job. Get this dance. That would that would have been my theme music two months ago when it was terminating my ass. Hey, you about to lose your job. <laughs> the internet is a crazy, crazy place. And then I came across something that just made me stop laughing altogether. Shout out to Cyril. One of the homies at the Gold Coast Report, um, he put me onto this, and at first I was like, "Ooh, messy, messy, loosey-goosey, somebody caught, you know, with their finger in the cookie jar." And then it started to get serious, and I was like, "This is this is sad. It's really, really sad." I'm sure everybody knows Archbishop Duncan Williams, uh, a very renowned minister in Accra, Ghana. Um, and just, you know, outside of uh, the continent as well. He's a pretty big name. And his son, the the first story I saw was, oh, his son has been seen, you know, smoking a cigarette. And I'm like, would y'all fuck off and leave this child alone? Like, what? He's a grown... Let, let me not even call him a child. He's a grown-ass man for one, okay? Two, everybody know Preacher's kids are bad. <laughs> That's not new. Everybody know that Preacher's kids... While out, let this boy live his life. He is not his father. Okay. If he decides that this is what he wants to do with his life, why are y'all trying to crucify him? Then it went from okay, he doesn't just smoke cigarettes. Now he's in the pool with uh, a bunch of girls with their titties all out. And I was like, hey, he likes to party. Leave him alone. And then there's, you know, uh, screenshots of a conversation he had with this other dude where he was like, ew, I don't do boys. And then apparently he had been catfished by this same person who had a previous conversation where he was like, yeah, I'll come through. You can eat my ass and I'll suck your dick. And it was just all this. Ooh, 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 ooh. And still, I was like okay so he likes to swing both ways like can y'all just leave people alone and let them live their fucking lives it's, it's not your business and then i start to see footage of him like spazzing out he's like literally spazzing out apparently his brother you know was trying to locate him and so they ended up doing like an instagram call i'm like wait this looks like some pretty serious family business why the fuck are these two on an Instagram call for like everybody to see? It was just too much. It, it was too much. And he's making all kinds of funny noises and screaming and acting weird. And I'm like, okay, uh, this looks like a mental health issue or a pretty bad uh, trip on ecstasy or some other Somalia or something. Like it it didn't look normal. It didn't look normal. And I was like, okay, this is, you know, y'all, y'all is some type of way. And then come to find out, Duncan Williams puts out a press statement. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, y'all say a prayer for that child. Say a prayer for him. I keep saying child, but he's a grown ass man. Like y'all say a prayer because mental illness and i and the and i know the black community doesn't normally talk about these things but over the past couple of years it's really come to the forefront people are getting more and more comfortable with discussing these things and admitting that there's nothing wrong with therapy and taking care of your mental health so i'm just like the press statement from his dad says you know he's getting the best help i hope it's like medical help and y'all not just taking him to a church and tying him up and praying and sprinkling holy water on him like give him some real real help like it's a shame to see that it really is like i don't know about y'all but the way 2020 has been going like i just want to see good stuff i really really want to see good stuff as much as possible because charlene it over me oh and yeah big ups wendy shay I would have walked out that motherfucker too. So, for those of you who don't know, Wendy Shay is a fairly popular uh, female artist in Ghana. <laughs> Didn't she call herself Ghana's Beyonce or some shit like that? But Wendy has been in the news a couple of times for, you know, like her attitude and getting upset. And telling people off and basically being rude. But like this one, yeah, this time I'm with her. I'm with her. So she was doing an interview and this this presenter kept hounding her about whether or not she was sleeping with her manager. And I know everybody wants the tea, everybody wants the juice. But if you're a proper presenter and you ask a person a, a, person a question and the answer is Move on. Move the fuck on. Too many times I feel bad for these artists because they're subjected to people who don't know their jobs and they just want to be messy. Like, no, focus on getting the interview. Focus on that. Like, you don't get any cool points because you made her sweat. You know what I'm saying? If you are really, really good uh, uh presenter, if you are good at your job, she would have sat there she would have sat there the whole time and she probably even mm, i don't know maybe she would have danced around uh the question a little bit if you knew how to even come at her but it was just so tacky it was tacky and it's like bro bro if somebody said look i'm not telling you who i'm fucking move the fuck on unless you're trying to fuck her and if you are that ain't the place on time Like, mm -mm, I feel bad for her. No, 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 I don't. I take that back. She's a tough bitch. She's a tough bitch. She 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 been handling herself so far. And oh, thank God she has changed her wig. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Do you boo boo. It's Friday, June 12th. There's nothing more exciting (laughs) for me anyway than money. And a bitch just got that stimulus check today so <laughs> what we doing get into it oh my goodness i'm just being stupid but yeah <laughs> the check dropped uh well you know a chick is also very unemployed so i will be saving that motherfucker and hoping that um yeah there's another one or a second one coming through but i doubt it i doubt it the way trump is going with this bullshit trying to force you know everybody to get back to work and telling the governors and the mayors that their are is basically and get your people back to work oh mm, you're not trying to sign out no more checks you're not trying to send out no more checks <laughs> but i appreciate this one still not voting for him though no. another thing that made me really happy have you guys seen that there's another dave chappelle special it's not long like the ones we're used to i believe i read Uh, somewhere that it's about 26 minutes, 26 minutes long. It's still, you know, brought to you by Netflix kind of thing, but it's available on YouTube, okay? None of his Netflix specials have ever been available on YouTube. And I'm thinking that they made it available because of the subject matter. Like, he's cracking very few jokes, according to what I read, Uh, but he is going in real heavy on protesters and George Floyd and policemen and all that kind of stuff and with the times being what they are I'm pretty sure that he wanted his message to get out to everybody it's not about whether you have Netflix whether you can pay ten dollars a month or not like he doesn't care he wants the message to get out there and I hear it's pretty intense so I'll definitely be checking it out today i wanted to talk to y'all before i went and watched it that way uh there would be no slip-ups and no spoilers (laughs) so yeah it's available on youtube uh let's go check it out and yeah wait 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 wait. hold up (laughs) i'm so stupid by the time y'all get to hear this podcast like it won't even be a new thing you should have seen it fuck it. I'm going to go watch it and I'll be back. Okay. And I'm back. Yo, woo, that thing was intense. Okay. It's called eight forty-six. That is the amount of time that the police officer had his knee on George Floyd's neck. What was also hmm, really heavy was that that was the exact time that Dave Chappelle was born. Okay, you got to go watch this special like, who? I've never seen Dave Chappelle like this before. Like he always uh, critiques, you know, society and talks about the injustices that black people face. But it's always funny. This wasn't funny. This wasn't funny at all. This was serious. Like Dave Chappelle was fucking pissed. His his. And the crazy thing is that his comedy voice is really his voice. So he sounded like he was performing comedy, but you realize that Charlie, you weren't laughing. You were taking it in the way you take in his comedy, but there was no laughing. Like it was not a laughing matter. So he, he, he sounds really pissed. He looks pissed. He looks moved. And he's talking about how, you know, uh, he was born at 846, the same time that it took for them to kill this man. You know, he, he also talked about the fact that whew, chills. <laughs> he talked about the fact that what you're seeing right now out there in the streets, he says that's that's the result of, of people just being tired. That's the result of having you, your your knees on on black necks for eight minutes and 46 seconds did you really think that nothing was gonna happen i love what he said he said did you not think the wrath of of god was going to like descend on your ass and see he he, he said he's taking him so long to speak out and say anything because he really did not want to interrupt what the streets were saying and the streets were talking loud and clear oh in addition to, you know, just not only connecting it to his, his time of birth, he also talked about um, a very poignant role that um, his grandmother, is it his grandmother's great grandmother, his great-grandmother played in our fight for real, true freedom? It was, Charlie, the piece was over too quickly. I, I wanted more. I wanted more. But it was it was it was straight to the point and like there were no fillers. He just told you exactly what he was thinking, what he was pissed off about. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What he said about Don Lemon and Candace Owen. Uh, Candace Owens is. Um, a black person who's been selling us out for way too long and she's so eloquent and so smart. It's a shame that she doesn't ride for black folks. But Dave Chappelle went in on her. He also went in on Don Lemon, okay? Now, the real tea is that some of the things that he said about Don Lemon were taken out because they, were, they weren't nice. they were nice. They really weren't nice at all, but it was taken out. However, I think the subtitles that YouTube put up there, like if you if you wanna click and see the subtitles, I think you can. But even though they took it out of the special, they forgot to cut that part out of the subtitles. So you can read the cussing that he gave to Don Lemon. And it was just, <laughs> Oh, Dave Chappelle, man. One of the most important voices we have in comedy. He like, I'm glad he's around. I really am glad he's around. And I know uh, that there are reports that Don Lemons responded and Candace Owens, Candace Owens has responded to, you know, the unflattering remarks that Dave Chappelle made about them in his special. I don't even give a fuck. I don't care what they got to say. <laughs> Dave Chappelle was on fire. On fire. It was so good. It was so good. And I think he said what... The protests have been trying to show to people that black people are tired, tired of this bullshit existence that we live in this country that we ain't even fucking choose, but we built so there will be no more of this bullshit. And Charlie, the streets, the streets, man. Whew. Hmm. Wow. Speaking of the streets, if you haven't heard it, Please go and find it. I was so blown away when I heard it because it's a beautiful piece of music. And there's been a lot of music that's been released, but I haven't really been consuming because I'm just not in that space. There's been a ton of music, but this I have had on repeat since the moment I heard it. Nasty C featuring T.I. It's a song called, They Don't. And it speaks, and it speaks of what we've been going through as a people. And it's beautiful because it comes from two, two, two sides. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm trying to get this out without being emo, but it, it, it's, it's coming from two voices that represent two peoples that have been through it the worst, in my opinion. African-Americans and South Africans. You could, like, that was my lifetime. I, I saw what was happening in South, in South Africa. You see what I'm saying? I, I saw the Serafina movies and all this other stuff. But to have Nasty C and T.I. both rap and sing about police brutality and Black people not getting a fair shake in this life and and doing it so beautifully yo yo the song is so dope i don't know why people aren't really talking about it but <laughs> my dj friends get this shit in rotation nasty c featuring ti is called they don't matter of fact i'm gonna drop this shit for y'all right now check it out
2: black mask succeed they don't want to see me take my brothers out of the streets they don't, want they don't want me to sleep they don't want me to dream they don't want to see my people living good and at ease they want to lock them all up and then get rid of the keys we ain't never free. i'm grateful for life and the prize i reap every day and every night i get all my needs and i pray for my guys and their families hope to lord him I can only imagine the pain and the grief from the innocent mothers with all the shit they had to see. When you lose the ones you love to the fucking police, it cursed it. When heaven calls and the angels do their job, we start to question God like we could play his part. It gets so fucking hard, we can't escape the darkness. Hatred in me Hard for the ones who left this car, but everything will be alright soon, I just want to let you know ain't nothing like you, we live and die, it's always been a cycle, I promise it wasn't about you, when you make it to heaven give me your eyes dude, watch over me closely till it's my time too, the only thing I can do is turn to the bible, and do my best to help your family cause they mine too, but they don't want me to win, they don't want me to eat, they Wanna see a young black man succeed? They don't wanna see me take my brothers out of the streets, they don't want me. They don't want me to sleep, they don't want me to dream. They don't wanna see my people living good and that is, they wanna lock them all up and then get rid of the kids. We ain't never free. I could you blame as many sisters and brothers die. If they answer to it, go and start another fight. Get they guy to do it, have to show objection to it. God bless them, no direction out they get into it. 2020, guess it's the year to burn. Consequences you earn. To build this nation that you hate me in, the karma's return. Well, that's a stupid question. When will you learn? You never will. Word to joy, Floyd, Emmett, Till, and Sean Bell. Guess they'd rather see a solid civil and unrest than to go and make some fucking arrest. Fuck it, that. Well, after that, here's to getting exactly what you expect. How you poke the server, protect with your knee on my neck. Look, at ain't hard to see you not for me. The cycle of atrocity blew your cover when they're about to be some reciprocity. I'm with the and it's gonna be whatever it got to be uh-huh but vandalizing building that just not for me but even still if i'm be real with you no fucking joke They think i seen that police station going up and smoke <laughs> felt like vindication for so many folks brianna taylor sandra bland and so many more they don't want me to win they don't want me to eat they don't want to see young black men succeed they don't want to see me take my brothers out of the streets they don't want me they don't want me to sleep, they don't want me to dream They don't want to see my people living good and at ease They want to lock them all up and then get rid of the keys We ain't never free They hold my hand, mama, I'm here for you They think they take your son, but they put him right next to you You're the strongest thing on this earth, you're unbreakable Plus you brought him into this earth and you raised him too Take a second off every day and get comfortable Celebrate yourself for a change, cause you never do With all the pressure from society You always hiding Go outside and show the world a better you I know you worry sick about it I'ma make it home this evening You know cause of my color life ain't gonna be easy But I'ma be okay if I told God I need them That's what you taught me without even knowing you're teaching See what I'm trying to say is you're the furthest from weak And I sing, your praises because you a G You made me and make the world a better place for your seeds How the fuck could anybody take them away from that queen? Uh.
0: Beautiful song, right? Beautiful song. I love it. I love it when artists, you know, speak on the times. I love it. Shout out to all the artists, the painters, the photographers, uh, 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 the poets. Um, yeah, man, we need we need your voices. We need your creativity. It really helps in times like these, it really does. Um, <laughs> shout outs to D-Nice. I love D-Nice and I'm sure everybody on Instagram does too. His uh, club quarantine, he announced that it was going to be um, his last set for a while, which makes sense. He's been at this for months and he says he's taking a one week break. He'll be back on his birthday. Um, So that means, yeah, we we got a whole week to anticipate the the dopeness he's going to bring back on his birthday um i gotta say shout outs to my sister-in-law Marcy. we learn things every day don't we you just got to be paying attention um she circulated this on her facebook page and i had no idea that this was even a thing so today the 12th of june marks the anniversary of the u.s supreme court case loving versus virginia it was 1967 when it was finally ruled that interracial marriage um, was okay. That's crazy. That's that's not long ago at all. Now the Lovings were a couple that got married in DC. Okay. They were from Virginia, but they got married in DC. Now, when they went back to Virginia, uh, the cops showed up at their door. And arrested them because interracial marriage was illegal in the state of Virginia. So they were given two choices. They said you can either leave Virginia and not return for the next 25 years or your ass can go to jail. Can you believe it? That's crazy. So they moved to Washington, D.C. They they lawyered up and they, they went to court. They went to court and they won so it was in 1967 that couples like my brother William and his amazing wife Marcy uh, were allowed to legally get married my brother Atta and his amazing wife Frania were allowed to get married in 1967 they're like okay you, you see you, you see how fucked up America <laughs> has been and do you see how far we still have to go when you look at everything that's going on today, it's it's crazy. So I salute uh, all those interracial couples out there who have managed to let their love see past the color lines and the bullshit that exists in the world and just be happy. So yes, Marcy and Frania, wow, love you guys. We love. Well, I, I especially love the babies. You know, <laughs> yeah. don't bring babies around me, boy. I'll snatch them up. But I just, yeah, I love the babies that they've added to our amazing auto family. Such gorgeous kids just running around, just, yeah. (laughs) So if you didn't know that, I've taught you something, okay? I've passed on some great information. Yep, it was 1967 that all 50 states in America said, hey, interracial couples are allowed to get married. Even now on Seth, in 2020, there are some couples that are still, still harassed by racist people. So look, we got, we got to keep fighting a good fight. And that's all I got for today. Happy loving day.
1: It's Saturday, June 13th.
0: So I woke up today feeling pretty good uh, because for the last two days, like I swear I had the Corolla. If you ask people who know me, if you know me then you know that I always think I have something you know if they let them talk about oh this disease is flaring up or this virus is spreading give me two days I'll be like oh I think I got that (laughs) like I am a serious serious is the word hypochondriac is that the word I, I think so but we went to um the park with the kids we went we took them on a Wednesday um you know just go have some fun to walk around the track uh play on the playground swing on the swings you know and the park is really dope because they have a section with like the outside exercise equipment so you know my mom my sis me you know my brother uh the ones who are in texas uh we we got a nice little workout there on the track uh my brother who's actually a personal coach um, in costa rica got on the zoom with us it was you know teaching us little stuff to do so we had a good time you know we were flying a kite you know d you see what i'm saying we had a really really good time and i got home and the next day like i just felt crazy congested i had chills um headache and i was like what's going on you know and so i was freaking out but then i said don't freak out because you're also someone who has asthma Uh, you were out at the park, you don't know what kind of pollen or whatever could have triggered, you know, and now you're wheezing and feeling congested. So I was trying to be calm, but I was low-key shook, okay? Like, shook. (laughs) Because I swear to God, in my mind, I've had corona like five times at least. Like something always happens, I'm like, is that it? And then for like two, three days, like I'm seriously on edge, but I woke up today feeling really good uh the family went out to the park today but I was like you know what let me just stay at home let me chill plus I got work to do I got to talk to my people I got to get this podcast together so uh, I woke up feeling pretty good and just happy that I'm not dying from the ro-ro but um something else caught my attention on the internet and I said "Ooh, what a day what a day to be alive I know I talked about it earlier, you know, where I was um, high key, just very concerned that I had jumped from a bad situation into a worse one. America has higher uh, numbers when it comes to COVID nineteen. They also have uh, one of the things that made me leave this country, like crazy racism, crazy racism. I said I can't live here, I can't handle this shit. So we we see what's been going on, but I woke up today. And I don't know how I didn't see this last night, but Minneapolis, right? The place where George Floyd was murdered in broad daylight by a a crazy police officer and three other losers who stood around. Minneapolis has voted to replace their police department with community-led public safety systems. Are you fucking kidding me? Hey, what happened? This is amazing this oh, I got chills I got chills because it's amazing It's such a major change that you hope for but you don't expect to see so soon because you know how racist this country is but no nah, man it's official. It's official. The Minneapolis City Council came to a unanimous decision on Friday, June 12th, to replace the Minneapolis Police Department. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. That means that they're going to implement uh, a community-led public safety system. They will begin to engage with willing community members in the city to determine what the new public safety model should look like. And they expect this process to take one year. So they're saying that in 1 year we could have something completely new, revamped, better for citizens of color. What? This is amazing. This is amazing. And there's more. <laughs> there's more. I saw that and I was like, "Oh." But then there's there's more because New York is also making changes. Shout outs to Governor Cuomo uh but he announced uh during his daily briefing that he's signing four new criminal justice and police reform laws calling it a historic moment for new york city now i actually saw this on hot 97's uh page so yeah shout outs to them for not just being about the music and partying but being very concerned um so the four new laws include an n 50 i don't know what it is but it sounds bad Okay, but uh, they're also banning chokeholds, so all that I can't breathe nonsense is coming to an end. Okay, you put somebody in a chokehold, you're immediately in trouble. It's banned, it's banned. You know what else they banned? Karen's Law, they call it a Karen's Law, <laughs> aka. They're prohibiting uh, those false 911 calls. Like we saw that stupid bitch in the park with her dog talking about, there's an African-American man. Uh, He's threatening me. He's threatening me. Meanwhile, nigga was like 10 feet away from her. They're putting a stop to that. People, white people who feel they can just pick up the phone call and and endanger black people's lives. No, no, never no more. You're going to be in trouble for that shit. I'm just like, am I dreaming? Like I legit had to wipe the coal out my eyes and read this shit again because I was like, no, no. Are you kidding me? Because America can drag its feet when it comes to doing the right thing. They can really drag their feet. So I'm like, yo, this is this is amazing. And you know what else uh, New York City did? They have now made the attorney general, the independent prosecutor, in the killings of unarmed civilians by police, so that means that I'm not sure how it used to work, but I, I I think correct me if I'm wrong, but the police conducted their own investigations and then handed over the findings to whoever, you know, wh- which gave too much leeway for shadiness and for shit to be covered up like we saw what happened in the case of Brianna Taylor. How do you write on the police report that she had no injuries? Sis was shot eight fucking times in her sleep. How do you write on the piece of paper that there were no injuries? Yo, speaking of Brianna's law, Hoo-wee. yes there's more speaking of Brianna's law um, yeah it's, it's a real thing it's been passed it's been passed in uh, Kentucky uh, they're saying that police are no longer allowed to just bust in the door waving the 4-4 fall, fall, talking about we arresting you it's that no knock warrant is a thing of the past nigga you got to knock before you come up in my place I don't give a fuck what you suspect me of if you have a warrant, you still have to knock. You're not busting in the door and and doing horrible shit like what they did to Brianna. So there's just so much change. And I'm like, Ooh. and it's it's amazing. It it really is amazing. I had to pipe down because I was I was getting oh, very very excited, very very turned like my headache is back. See, see, I'm telling y'all that's, that's the Corona trying to get me. But I say, "Mm -mm, Jesus be offense. So (laughs) there's just so much that's been going on. It's been weighing down people of color and white allies all around the world for weeks, for months. And to see this kind of change happening is very hopeful. It's very hopeful. On top of that, on some petty shit, Donald Trump now lives at sixteen hundred Black Lives Matter Plaza. <laughs> oh boy! Like it's just—I—I I woke up this morning and I'm—I'm I'm very, very hopeful, and it just—it just—it just reminds you that we can't—we can't let up. We have to apply pressure i can't remember who it was but it, it was somebody that i follow on instagram who was saying okay uh the protests and everything they're going the way we want them to go however there's too many of you that's taking pictures with the police and hugging them and letting them get all friendly friendly with you nah you can do that but don't document it and put it out there on social media because it hurts the movements and we see the movement is going places so yo Keep your foot right there on their necks, okay? Shout outs to uh, people of color all around the world who are marching out there and protesting and and reposting and signing petitions and donating. I saw uh, Ghana. Yay, my peoples. (laughs) It was called The Blackout. They had their own protest march. And I was like, wow, I saw a little bit of footage. I can't remember whose page on Instagram, but I was like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about because you know Ghanaian is yeah. Hmm. And yes, she we like to do that. So to see people that worked up, that they want to go march in the streets, it's, it's it really is a beautiful thing. And that's and that's what will help us win unity. It's unity. I was looking for the right words, but it's unity is togetherness. There's power in numbers. My brother always says that <laughs> there's power in numbers. Uh, shout out to you, Ata. Uh, but yes, so let, let's let's keep doing what we're doing. And let's push and push and push for change. Uh, also, got to say, this warmed my heart a whole lot. I'm not sure who else is doing it, but did y'all see Serena Williams' husband? I'm not even going to say his name because half of y'all won't even know his name, but you know Serena Williams. Her husband, a white dude who is the co-founder of Reddit, okay? Okay he resigned from the board he resigned from a company that he co-founded because he wanted the company to replace him with a black person a qualified black person that's what i'm talking about we need change all around change all around the police got to get they shit together you see what I'm saying we got to have more representation at the table uh, in addition to building our own tables as well but like I was like go ahead go ahead we need more white people to speak up and do the right thing Whew. I'm telling you man if, if 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 all of this that's happening doesn't move you I, I don't know what to tell you maybe this will put a smile on your face Skittles just released the brand ice lollies, aka freezer pops, in time for the summer. <laughs> oh, black girl joy, right there, right there. Nothing still that that doesn't. No, you're not excited. You're a fucking hater. You're a fucking hater, yo.
2: A few moments later.
0: Oh damn! I'm so hungry. Ah. <laughs> I guess that means it's Kenke time. Uh, 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 uh. And when I'm outside of Ghana, I hit up Chidas Kenke Boutique. The best ever. It's soft, it's delicious. It feels and tastes like real gan komi. Because it is real gan Don't take my word for it. You need to try this Kenke yourself. But you know what's really dope? This is it's not just about the kinky, because if you know anything, you know that when it's kinky time, you got to have your fried fish. You got to have your grilled fish and you got to have those shrimps, too. And you can't have a kinky party without some shit So make sure you try their signature black gold. That's what they call it, yo, black gold gold and it tastes amazing so make sure when you place your order for k k you get the accoutrements the accessories everything is on deck and all you have to do is order and they'll ship it to you anywhere in the world yes anywhere in the world if you're at home in Ghana good for you but if you're not and you're like me hey that's the best solution unless of course you want to make the kinky yourself but like charlie who has time to do that nobody so call up shida's kinky boutique and let them put in their work yep and send the kinky right to your door the way it should be done follow them on instagram and place your orders at shida underscore Kenke underscore boutique that's shida S H I D A underscore kinky underscore boutique Don't wait. You better get you some. It's Sunday, June 14th. So I decided to get my homeboy uh, on the phone today. Well, not on the phone. On some recording app device thingamajig that uh, my team over at GCR had to school me on. (laughs) Because I said, you know what? I I think I'm ready to have an interview on this podcast. And this is a friend. This is a guy who is kind of like in the same situation I'm in and he's been tweeting tweeting like get me out of here get me out of here I want to come back home so I said let me hit him up (laughs) so we can talk about this all right y'all I'm super excited I got the homie uh, but he's really a superstar I got him on uh, this episode of on fire when I first met Mm -hmm. him I had been watching him for weeks and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I like his swag. Okay, he's doing his thing. Incredible artist. Now, when I... Oh, shut up. When I, when I first met him, he he just bum-rushed the studio. He came up in the studio. When I was on air, he walked past... Uh, my, my DJ at the time was Vision. He walked past Vision. Walked past... Yes, like uh, you, you like are. That. Walked past my producer. He was just... Came right up to my face like yo, I've been looking for you, and I'm You're like,
1: huh? Like that? Like You're that? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> got street know. <laughs> like
0: that. You, know, <laughs> you are so lucky that you weren't molested that day because you I walked know. in. I was like, ah, what are you? You're I, I, like 6'5"? Yeah. Real like,
1: recognized real. real. Real recognize, recognize real. real. And I was and like, I had to do with like yo. Yeah. I had to come to I'm you. I'm like that's how like, like so you talk to a chick, yo. That's you like like, talk yo. to a chick
0: like I've been looking like for you looking for you. Meanwhile, he just came to give me a T-shirt. That's all. He wasn't looking for me to do nothing. But... <laughs> What's up, Poppy? It's good. It's cracking. It's cracking. Yeah. I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Absolutely fine. It's been so, a minute. I'm, it has been a, a very long minute. Even before you got minute. tied up in Italy, like I haven't seen you. I know, right? Yeah, I've like, really like, never everyone, seen you.
1: No one, no one has seen me like that. Charlie, you just no been one my parents, no one.
0: Oh my goodness! Are you? Yeah, yeah. everybody's yeah. in Ghana.
1: Everyone is in Ghana.
2: Oh wow! I just, have,
1: I just have my brother and my sister here, and I was stuck in Milan, you know. So, uh-huh. I, I didn't even see them for like the whole, uh, the whole two months.
2: Wow! Until I went
1: to Verona to see them. Yeah, i still haven't seen my my family. No one, you know. That's the crazy part. That's the only thing that the only thing that I miss about Ghana. Wow. That and watch it. watching.
0: Watching. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, 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 Charlie. To be honest, I really miss the God kinky. That's what I miss.
1: Yo, yeah. right now you, you, they make come to Right now you, they make that they miss Keloly. Okay, Try the, the, man, the and, 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 and Oh God.
0: <laughs> It'll be, it to be. Yeah. You'll, you'll be all right. I'm just happy that you're safe and you're healthy and all of yeah. that good stuff. Because to be honest, I and really I'm got. You're, what? what did you are just fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I beg you, killing me? No, you're not. No, you're, I not. I like, no, I you're not. I've listen, seen the footage and, but... of you protesting. You look the same. What are you talking no, about? You're not fat. Like, yo, you, yo, listen, listen. I showed a
1: music video yesterday. Uh-huh. And I saw, I saw the clips. Like, trust me, I am super fat now.
0: No, you're like, not. I'm,
1: I just need to like, and I am. I need to like visit the gym for like uh-huh. extra six months, and then. You know, to balance the thing, because then, if not, I really look (laughs) funny.
0: Are the gyms even open now? Yeah, they are. Wow. Wow, that's good. That's very different. Because when I first got, like, legit scared of corona, it was listening to you. Like, it really freaked me out. The things that you described, I was like, oh shit! Like I can't even yeah. touch a, a plastic bag that someone's food you, can, you can't even touch a,
1: a, a, like a bell. Like you can go to someone's house. Um, yeah. You ring, like when you ring the bell, you make sure you wash your hands. Like that's
0: crazy.
1: You know, Milan was like after the after Asia, China. Milan was like the first city. Like Italy was like the first city Corridor really came to. Wow. So yeah, it was really scary. It was really, really, really scary. I'm really so glad. scary. Like where I lived at. Uh-huh. Like the ambulance will pass by literally every 15 minutes. Woo, 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 every 15 minutes.
0: That sounded like the ghetto.
1: Yeah. When we yeah. got
0: cops shooting people yeah, and like, yo. Yeah.
1: yeah, it was that scary. Yeah. It was so scary. Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, things are much better now. I saw you out Thank there you protesting Black Lives Matter. And I'm right like, enough. go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. What, yeah. what what compelled you to do that? What compelled you to go out in the streets?
1: Um, I, I felt like this is this is history, mm-hmm. you know. Because mm-hmm. growing up pianitely, um, <clears throat> uh, black music, especially rap music, mm-hmm. um, wasn't like it, it, the the only the only new. 50 Cent and Eminem, like <laughs> that was the exactly. G, you know it? Eminem shady. That's those it. were the only songs, and and, and Black Eyed Peas. I'm not okay. even gonna fun. They really mm-hmm. fuck with Black Eyed Peas mm-hmm. and some Snoop songs. You know Snoop. Yeah. did they, they those you know Snoop? is yeah, The bro. Godfather.
0: That was yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: But they weren't fucking with black music like mm-hmm. that. But now, bro, like they they. You can find An an Italian girl Who's never been to Africa Uh Who knows Like Burnham Whiskey The video sounds Like yo This is really happening Here in Italy That's impressive So yeah So I was like I need to be part of it You know Because I was part of The people who who were here before to mm-hmm. experience the old Italy, and now mm-hmm. like everyone talks with black people, you yep. know, like it's it's better than it used to be, yep. you know. So if they so, protest, you better Exactly, add their voice. yo, bro, I saw white people in the rain mm-hmm. with uh, white people in the rain with black people fighting for black black lives. You know, it's like yo, this is this is amazing. I've never seen something like this before.
0: History is history. Yeah. We're part of history. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Me me being in Texas right now and george floyd being from texas um uh fort worth actually we had a curfew and everything because the protesting was just really really intense and i was like yeah and i i felt like i had jumped from like a a crazy situation in ghana to like an even worse situation so i was really (laughs) i I was really shook but but uh i'm 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 looking at you in the same way i got shook Looking at what you were going through, I'm very hopeful. You know, seeing how things are better in Italy, that yeah, yeah. man, yeah, yeah. it'll yeah, be over is, soon.
1: Everyone is paying, like everyone is paying attention. You know? Yes. Like even like everywhere, like everywhere you go, mm-hmm. things are changed now. You can't just like when you go to a train station, you can't just walk anywhere. Mm-hmm. There's where you need to pass now. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone they, like there's a machine everywhere checking for temperatures. And, oh wow. And, yeah, like is that. It's serious and and I like that. that people are, they, they haven't forgotten that corona is still there. Still like, there. Still, exactly. But in it's it's not the same in Ghana. That's what I'm saying, like right now I'm looking <coughs> I just prefer staying here because i don't know what's, what's gonna happen in
0: that's funny because initially when i was watching you on social media you were ready to come back you were like yo, yo the president yo, need to do something no, like i'm trying you know, to come home it, it was scary here
1: yeah it was scary here so mm-hmm. i was like yo i'm 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 ghanian too like mm-hmm. yo president come <laughs> give me yo like, yo come on i'm influencing these kids i can't even get a flight together
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but speaking of flights to Ghana uh, I, I, I when I saw it initially I said let me give them props like Ghana they Force because they were doing repatriation flights but then I looked at the cost and the cost was just let me let me read some of the numbers to you just in case you haven't seen it. Uh, so for a flight from Abuja to Accra was between and no Abuja to Accra was 800 to thousand dollars. And then from Lagos to Accra was $700 to $900, okay? So even if you manage to pay that, there's more. Because once you get to GH, they want you to uh, quarantine for two weeks. And they've given you a list of the various hotels and the prices. So it's from two-star to five-star hotels. And it ranges from 550 cities to 700 cities a night. So even if you picked two-star Sith. That 14 days is gonna cost you over close to 8,000 cities on so top of I, the flights.
1: If I tell them no, my, my house may pay a day there too.
0: Ah, Charlie, I, they probably wouldn't because look, because look, you know, niggas trying to get some money. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, I know,
1: I
2: know, all right? Like, yo, like, yep. yo.
0: They're know, like you gotta you gotta pay directly, gotta and they pay. give you some eat. WhatsApp numbers. I'm like, everybody's gotta eat. Right? Everybody's gotta eat. I
1: yep. feel you, but it's, it's I'm I'm just not ready to go to Ghana now. Uh, I'm not gonna be honest with yeah. you. I I'm, I'm just not ready now.
0: The numbers are bad. They're really bad. Yeah. Last time I checked, it was like in the ten thousands. But uh, it's at, yeah, it is growing. But to be honest, I was really happy with the president when he brought the lockdown, and then. Three weeks later, he's like, All right, <laughs> lockdown's over. I'm like, bro, yeah, what are you yeah, doing?
1: Yeah, I didn't get that one
0: too. I didn't get it at all. Yeah,
1: and now look,
0: the numbers are jumping. And then he did say during one of his uh addresses to the nation that if it started to get out of control, he would reinstate the lockdown. And uh, I'm like, nigga, I, I think ten thousand is out of control. <laughs> I heard I heard
1: there was this uh law that we're gonna to go to church, but it has to be like twenty five. Yeah, twenty five
0: people. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. I heard
1: a pastor say, Okay, if it's twenty five people, then I'm gonna do first service twenty five. After that the Bible will go and do the way like bruv, this is not a time to be even
0: <laughs> to be trying be to be smart. Yeah.
1: Even even to say twenty five, like no, no yep. one's supposed to go out. Yeah. You know?
0: Yep.
2: Like it was it was actually to stay in.
0: it was actually it wasn't it wasn't um Churches, it was funerals. Funerals oh, had okay. to be, yeah, 25 or less. The churches yeah. were completely shut down, like the schools and the nightclubs and everything else. But you know, our Ghana pastors, one or yeah. two of them were like, Fuck this shit. Yeah,
1: we're going shit. to praise yeah, God. We, we're going to eat.
0: Yep. <laughs> we're going <want> to eat. <laughs> it wasn't even about praising God. It was about like, we're going to eat. <laughs> no, we, we have to eat. We got it. <laughs> we got <laughs> And the military came through and shut them down. So I was I know, very, right? yeah. I was like, okay, well, we trying. You know, you would go to stores and there would be a sign there. There would be a little bucket for yeah. you to wash your hands. There was sanitizer. There was thermometers. But like, still, the numbers they're rise. Right. So I'm waiting yeah, for I homeboy. Right. I yeah, I right?
1: just don't trust the Ghana too. You know, they they play a lot. Charlie. They do. Like, they don't take something serious. They, really they, they, don't. they Someone will probably say, you know, I prayed her I'm not going to get it. And then the right. person will be comfortable going around with yeah. it. Like, you know, it's just some...
0: Bullshit. So, I just
1: don't trust it right now.
0: Yep. I mean, yeah. and, and you being the celebrity that you are, man, if you were back in Ghana, they'd be all over you. They'd be, they'd be yeah. Yep. If it,
1: if it, like, shows, let's just say shows, mm-hmm. like, how are you going to go and play a show? Like? Nope. Nope. Like, bruv, like, I don't know if you're going to cover yourself like i don't know how you're gonna <laughs> even go on stage like you know right after performance you're catching
2: some corona you catch bro. something you you're catch catching something. some corona bro like yo
0: after performing you run for your life yeah that's, that's, that's gonna work. which is why i was super proud that i saw you protesting because i was like yeah. i i get that you know it's an important cause but there's the risk is still out there so yeah, the fact that you being the celebrity that you are felt it was so important to add your voice to that I gotta say big ups. I really do. Yeah, but let's talk about your artistic side, right? A a lot of artists all over the world are, you know, either creating or writing poems or sculpting or painting. Like they're being heavily influenced by all that's going on—the protests, uh, the fear because of COVID. Um, Has have you been influenced in any way? Are we gonna hear any really, you know, deep contemplative? Poppy joints,
1: like what's going on? Um, I I already I had a plan before this program thing came. Tell
0: me, tell uh, me about the I was,
1: plan. I was I was about to release my album, my first album, mm-hmm. and then this whole thing came, so I just couldn't, you know, release it anymore. The whole point of me coming to Italy was to shoot to, video. To shoot and videos. And then the lockdown, yeah, and then the lockdown thing came about. So <clears throat> sorry. So it's now that I'm 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 getting back to work. Uh, so I just finished a music video last night. Okay. And yeah, yeah, I'm, we're, we're, I'm, I'm working on that. So hopefully, 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 after summer it should be out. Summer? Okay. All right. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. In the meantime, so that's, to, that's what I've been working on.
0: Yeah, but you know, it's been you've been in Italy for months now.
1: Exactly. People yeah.
0: have missed you. The internet is now a very safe place to be doing concerts <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Are we gonna see yeah. a little? You know, Poppy Kojo up on IG giving us samples of what we can expect. You know. Yeah, I
1: love that. I love, I love
0: my social media. I love oh.
1: Instagram. I love all of that. When the album is ready and out, I'll do. I'll, I'll do be doing a lot. Like, I will be doing a lot. I'll be in everyone's face on social media. <laughs> you know, because I need to. I need to promote my album too. So yeah. Most definitely, yeah. I'll be doing all of that. Anything possible. Anything that I can do. You know, for the yeah. fans, I would I would definitely be into that.
0: Well, you know the fans love you. That one day we yeah. all love you. Tell me, what's like <laughs> one of the craziest things that you experienced during uh, the the intense times in Italy when it came um, to Corona? Yeah,
1: um, the fact that um, you, you know it used to be like an uh, like a norm to see like um, um, like an old white lady. You know, taking purse. another
2: route,
1: mm-hmm. you know, you're know, taking another route when he sees a black person uh-huh. coming or whatever. So mm-hmm. now it's like, it, 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 everyone does it. You know, <laughs> you could see like your your brother man, a Ghanaian guy. You're still not taking. Te- you're still not going nope. over there to say hi. It's nope. like you're know, like, yo, you know, to make like, greet you from afar? Yeah, like yo, everything why mm-hmm. boss? Yeah, you don't even get close. You don't even none of that. So that's funny, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like yo. Uh, this is how the work, Like, no interest in life. nobody. nobody
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, like, because yeah. you never know who has it and the fact that somebody like, can yeah. carry the virus and not show symptoms but yet pass like, it on yeah, yeah that shit is yo it's scary it's oh, really scary it is yeah yeah what are you looking forward to uh the most once this is all over because i know you're because i, I bruh i watch you on social media I've seen your interviews. You're a very flirtatious thing. Yes, you are. <laughs> so, what you looking forward to? You, you gonna, you gonna call up your little boo thing, huh? Uh, um,
1: but uh, I mean, I, I miss. I, when I say I miss Ghana, I miss that mm-hmm. also. you know. And because you know, I don't want to say much, but yeah, y- yeah, that's fine. What that it. mean?
0: I don't know what yeah means. I don't know what
1: yeah means. It it means, it means I want life to go back to normal. To normal.
0: So you get your thing. Mine
1: can can play.
0: Mine can play. (coughs) can be back on the field. Nigga, nigga. Are you sure you ain't ain't been on the field? Are you sure you didn't have nobody quarantining with you? Oh, no, right. Like a quick two weeks.
1: No, nowadays I just get on the field, like play some 1-2 kind of penalties and then, you know, bounce, low, you know, you, know, you can't trust it, you know, you can't just, you know, I play a little 1-2-1-2, one, two, one, two, you know. uh-huh. but man needs to, like, like, man needs to get on the field, you know? And really play like a full ninety and minutes, we're like four, four 90 minutes. You <laughs> get me Extra time for that? To for you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> That's the right way to say it. Like it yo, home and away. We play home. We go play away. All of that.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh my God. <coughs> you a wild boy. You a wild boy. You really are. <laughs> Yo, I was on your Instagram and I gotta say, you posted quite a few of them. And I think people don't give you enough props for the way you are influencing. Like an entire generation. Too many times I've heard people talk shit like, "Oh, Poppy only got like the high school crowd and blah blah blah." Yeah, I'm like, nigga, yeah. that's a whole yeah. fucking generation, bro. Like, bruv, do you get what I I'm was, saying?
1: Bro, I was nine when I, I fell in love with Obrafu. I was nine when I I was going to see Obrafu. Yeah. You know, so I don't yeah. even get. I never got that whole concept. You yeah. Know? Like, they pay me. Like, I never. Got that whole concept, but I'm um, I, I really appreciate them. Like, I really do. Like, the energy is mad, it is. Like, they really sing along, they like, really you know, do. Yeah, they really get out there and support. Mm-hmm. So, that one I've always been grateful for them, like, yeah. always, all the time. Because
0: I was on Instagram watching them, I was getting hyped. I was like, yo, yeah. these
1: videos are yeah. next. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, really, they really get into it, like, they're yep. really
0: like, hardcore fans. Mm-hmm.
1: I love that. Yeah,
0: now I was talking to a friend um who was kind of we were just talking about the podcasting industry in ghana seeing as you know i've entered into it uh there are a lot of conversations about that now in my life and somebody was saying that um they would really love to hear you on a podcast just because okay. your voice is so authentic, your uh, fun, your fancy is fucking sick as hell. Yeah, you know what I mean? Thank me.
1: Thank me. Thank thank you. Aye, Aye, what did you say? What did that mean? <laughs> that's what I, just said, that's I said a whole lot of that so don't mind me.
0: <laughs> But it sounded good. It sounded yeah. really, good. Would, would you, you would you. you ever consider that just because corona has showed us that you know social media really is the gateway you know Mm -hmm. a lot yeah Yeah. i mean people are working from home and you know there's concerts there's verses and would you ever consider doing a podcast at some point um if i get if
1: i get interesting people you know you know because i mean that's that that the the interesting thing about podcasts is when you get interesting people and everyone is slightly like they are honest and you know, they're themselves, and you know, that gets it popping, you know. But I don't know a, a lot of people like that, you know. So it all depends how it's going to be like. But I, I would love to, I, I would love to even, I, I you think know, it would be awesome by yourself. Yeah, yeah, I would love to be part of it, you know, pop people up, you know, ask certain questions, mm-hmm. and, you know, get to know a whole lot, you know. It's fun, you know. I, I, I would,
0: I would really love to hear you. A podcast where <clears throat> you're just reading like relationship letters and giving <laughs> advice, I think you would be fucking hilarious, bro. You would be
1: hu-larious.
0: hilarious,
1: hilarious. Uh, I can read out some DMs, right? And give some advisors, and, you know? Yeah. You would That'd
0: be awesome. Be cool. yeah. yeah. Oh, bro. Well, you know, I'm stateside trying to stay safe. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm missing home. Just as, yeah, there you man. go. There you go. I'm
1: just
0: talking to you. Okay, guys. I, I can, guys. I can hear it. Oh, no, I can hear it. I'm jamming. That green means Okay, go.
1: <laughs> okay it's fine now. It's
0: fine now. Make it easy for my <laughs> producer. Yeah, give me the, give me the, the, the sound design. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. I, yeah, talking to you, because I haven't really spoken to anybody since I've been here, like anybody in the industry you oh, know okay. so yeah talking oh, to you, you yeah talking Thank to you really you. makes me you. miss the life i used to have but y'all it there's a new journey yeah, i'm yeah. super excited that you've joined me on the second episode of my podcast on fire and um i need support i need support i, su- <laughs> I got you. okay You're yeah, yeah. i support i supported fan. all of know, y'all for all these years so you know
1: listen listen say less i've always been a fan no. So just reach out anytime, you know, anything, just let me know, man. I'll do it for you. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> love you, bro. Love you. I love you more. I love you more. Sally, stay safe. Enjoy your FIFA with your brother your sister. Be good. Thank
1: you. Thank and you. Enjoy your Texas day yeah, you know, you stay. Yeah, man. I'm gonna give me some barbecue. Go give me some barbecue right now. Have some fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, and we'll we'll meet soon. The world is a small yeah.
1: place now, isn't it? Well, yeah, yep. definitely. Hopefully, I see you soon. We I gonna... rocked
0: office eating watcha eating watch, Eat watch There you go. Yeah, you finishing some serious watch. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's man. Nice one. Thank yeah, you, dude. I don't know, I'll you talk welcome, to you later. All
2: right. So Peace. Today is Tuesday, June sixteenth.
0: So I took a look at the numbers in Ghana today the covid numbers who we have hit 12,000 but yet yesterday the 15th universities open back up again and i think the high schools open on the 29th of june for uh, final year students i'm like isn't there a way for people to take these exams somewhere like safer I don't know about you, but the type of parent that I am, if people are dying all around the world and the country that I'm in, the numbers are going up, I would probably, you know, <laughs> want my child to, I don't know, take their exam uh, at home on the computer or something. Like distance learning is not a new thing. You know what I mean? Universities have been doing it. For years. Like, come on now, there's gotta be a better way. Surely this is not wise. I I'm really struggling for words here because it's just frightening. Now, if I'm shook and I'm not taking any exams, can you imagine what it must feel like for the students? who have to go and sit in these halls to take these exams. And now I know they say they're gonna space them out and it's not gonna be more than 25 people in a room or yada, yada, yada. Still, like stepping out your house almost automatically puts you in the line of fire. And then you gotta travel (laughs) to get to your destination to take an exam. How can you focus, Charlie? good luck y'all and of course if the schools going open you know the religious institutions want to open up <laughs> i wonder what the guidelines will be for worshipers going to church and going to the mosque and stuff like that um it'll it'll be the same thing 25 people in a room space them out six feet apart wear your mask blah 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 Charlie, look, I'm telling you, you can find some of the most amazing online religious services. Like, no need to step outside until the numbers start to reflect that things are under control. What the fuck are y'all in such a hurry for? Like, people are freaking me out. Oh, <laughs> well, we'll see. But speaking of churches, y'all um, <laughs> I know I don't do sports,
2: <laughs>
0: but I saw this and I said, oh, I can't leave this alone. This is too good. We got to talk about this. So uh, TB Joshua, he helping <laughs> footballers score goals now. Like, what's that? <laughs> I saw some Manchester United player. I think his name is um, Angel Gomez. Yeah. Over at TB Joshua's church. And I'm like, bruh, ain't the borders closed? How the fuck he get over there? How he get to TB T- Joshua's Church in Nigeria to ask for what? prayers? For, for was it for football or something really, really going on with him? I don't know, but I saw that and I was like, ooh,
2: ooh,
0: <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Because we all know that TB Joshua is not the one that you should be going to. For those of you who don't know who he is, please Google him, okay? He's a a very well-known pastor in Nigeria. I think he comes to Ghana sometimes as well but like he has had like many strokes of bad luck. Like that's not who you want to go to. Like at one point he had a situation where there was a stampede at a church and people were rushing for holy water and like people died. People died rushing for some of this holy water from TB Joshua, okay? There was another instance where a whole building collapsed on two people okay like a whole building not a part of the build a whole building it came down like legos like are you kidding me that's who you want to go to like somebody should tell him just change that little b to a d go see td jakes that's probably who you want to see you want to go see td jakes like <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i just snorted oh my goodness this is too much this is too much on a serious note though i want to take a minute to just remind y'all that today is june the 16th it's a national holiday in south africa they call it youth day and it commemorates the 1976 Soweto uprising where a number of school students were out in the streets protesting This was during apartheid, so of course you know how it ended. Violence. Police brutality. Kids dying. Say a prayer. The struggle continues.
2: It's Wednesday, June 17th.
0: Hands up, everybody who thinks that these hangings uh, of Black men is some type of retaliation. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? Five men in the past uh, week, week or two, have been found hanging from trees in various parts of the USA. And they're saying, oh, suicide. Bullshit. Bullshit. Of course, suicide exists in the black community. It exists all over the fucking world. However, when it comes to black people hanging from trees with nooses around their necks, 10 times out of 10, some motherfucking racist white people were involved. Let's just be clear on that. So nobody's stupid. Ain't nobody falling for that shit. And in my super suspicious, paranoid mind, I'm like, the KKK saying, let's let's get these these motherfuckers in check. They they pissed off with all the protest protesting that's going on. They pissed off with the police uh, losing control and they signing new orders and banning chokeholds. And the KKK said, uh oh, uh oh, nope look very highly possible that this shit is some type of revenge killings just because they're crazy and it's not <laughs> i really want this podcast to be fun but the times are not letting me be great at all come on now three women three black women ua tina toyin like no No, too many names. And I guess it just really, really hits close to home that they were all, you know, like African women. It's just like, oh my goodness. The only real solution, right? It's kind of like the same thing that Black folks are asking for when it comes to uh, racial tensions here in America and in other parts of the world. The only real solution is for people who have the privilege to check their peers are acting out of line so the same way we want white people to say "Uh uh-uh uh-uh don't do that Uh uh-uh that's wrong to their racist cousins and brothers and nieces and nephews and aunts and uncles look we need our black men to tell their other black men who are out of line no bro you shouldn't be touching that girl no bro you shouldn't be disrespecting her body like that no bro that's not cool and don't act like y'all don't know what's happening because in the in, in in the conversations, you know, uh, around the, the bottles of Hennessy and all that shit, all kinds of crazy stories get told. And so y'all niggas know, y'all know. Check the next man when he's talking on the line. When you feel like that's some shit, I would not want somebody to say, think, do to my sister, to my daughter. Check them. Check them. Just got to stop. Because those three black girls deserved to live. Rest in peace. Thursday, June 18th. So the podcast comes out tomorrow. I'm super excited. Can't wait for you guys and girls to hear it. <laughs> um, Yeah, shout outs to Play. Yep, they just uh, got us on board. Very excited. I look forward to uh, a great relationship with the folks over there but um i'm very excited about this weekend one because tomorrow happens to be juneteenth now i never learned about juneteenth until surprisingly i was living in ghana for those of you who don't know juneteenth is the day that the slaves in texas were emancipated but if you really know the history Emancipation of slaves happened in 1863. 1863 January the 1st, the president Abraham Lincoln signed that proclamation and said I hereby declare that you know nobody can own slaves and blah 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 blah. The Texas slaves were told in 1865 because the fucking racist bastards in this part of the USA said that don't mean a fucking thing to us these slaves gonna keep working till we have gotten our money's worth so it was only two and a half years later after president lincoln freed the slaves that slaves in texas were freed so we will mark that day friday me and my family yes we will we will also celebrate father's day which is this sunday Of course, my father passed on several years ago. Uh, I think it is eight. Yeah, eight years. For those of you who know me, I talk about my dad a lot. I used to talk about him on the show. And so you will definitely hear me reference my father (laughs) on this podcast for sure. But to all my fathers out there who are doing what they're supposed to, taking care of their kids nurturing them loving on them and just being awesome dads i salute you shout outs to reggie rockstone going hip life pioneer and his first daughter they put out a little video probably about a week and a half ago it was so cute the two of them rapping their hearts out they call it to the hard way so i'm gonna leave y'all with this all right until later folks peace productivity passion for what you do get those profits and of course i wish you all protection and please 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 whenever you get a chance say a prayer all right so that we can get back to the good times where we just laugh about who 50 cent is trolling and all that other shit the world needs healing be that for one another and yourselves i'm out on fire the podcast is brought to you in collaboration with the Gold Coast Report, at The Gold Coast Report. Artwork, Matthew Jr. Ade Mensa at Levi Mensah. Sound design, George Ofuri, at Kong George. We do not own rights to some of the music used in this podcast. Thank you.
2: This has been a Gold Coast Report production.